ever feel like you're going crazy, I'm sure there's lots of things that make you feel like that you're going crazy. But a big one for me is talking to myself. Oftentimes when starting these podcasts, it feels like I'm talking to myself. But you know what? That's okay. Because in reality, I have the Baguette Boys and you here to save me. My name is Derek, and I don't think I'm crazy, but eh, you know, who knows? Connor, Richie, what do you think? Definitely on the crazier side. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think you're pretty normal. No, dude, no, no, you're pretty normal. You're pretty normal. Don't talk to yourself like that. No negative self-talk, only positive self-talk. Awesome. So we'll get into it later, but the main topic, as you guys can tell, is self-talk. But I'm going to ask Richie to bring us in for our challenge from last week. Thanks, Derek. So today I want to talk to you guys about uh, our habits. And uh, I, last week we talked about this. This was the challenge for last week. Um, basically just like spending a little bit of time to understand the habits that you have in the morning and, you know, how things are kind of intertwined. Um, for me, what I realized this past week was just that I have no consistency at the moment, like no consistency in any of my habits. And so when I'm waking up like one day versus the next day, I'm not like, I don't have my set schedule and it might just be that I'm in a new apartment. It might be a bunch of different factors, but for me at the moment, um, there's not a lot of things that are intertwined. So it's like, Oh, I'm doing one thing. And then I'm like, Oh crap, I gotta go do that. I gotta go brush my teeth. Oh crap. I gotta go do this. I gotta do that. Um, and so right now I think the big thing for me, uh, that I learned from this challenge was that I don't have good habits in the morning right now. And I need to set some, um, so we'll see, we'll see what happens. I think in March, I think it is something I will definitely need to be picking up and, uh, making some new good habits. Um, and just kind of, um, you know, learning from this past week and, uh, making some changes. What about you, Derek? Yeah, I, I like this challenge. I got a, a lot out of it that I didn't think I would. Um, so I did Tuesday and there was some, it was a pretty good spread of those pluses and minuses and equals throughout the whole thing. Um, as you guys know, I've been waking up and running in the morning. So the good habits was my first alarm is at 630. Um, the next good habit is running in the morning pretty quickly after that, taking a cold shower and watching that JavaScript course that I've been doing. Those are all the good ones. And those are pretty, I wouldn't say set because I've been doing them for maybe two to three weeks here and there. So they're getting more set, but I feel good that when I do them, um, the negatives, or I guess the one negative is that I don't wake up at 6.30. I say the positive was my first alarm goes off at 6.30. So I uh, usually snooze until around 7, which is something that I, I need to work on. But, you know, it happens. It happens. So good stuff. Yeah, pretty good stuff. I have a question on your habit uh, for running. Is there something that you're doing that, like, kind of kicks off your run or the moment you get back from your run that you do? Yes, definitely. The moment I get back from my run is like, it's kind of like, that's the real time I start my day. It feels like I come back and I change. I immediately take that cold shower, come back um, and then get started on the JavaScript stuff or make my coffee or something like that. Sometimes if I'm really, really tired, what I do is instead of making my coffee and my bagel, I'll get like a bagel and coffee from the shop down the street. So after my run, I'll end it at that shop get that coffee and bagel, come back and just start working or take the cold shower and start working. Um, So it's not, it's not a hard routine every single day that I do that. But it's like, sometimes if I'm feeling too tired, I still get up and run. I'm like, actually it's, it's a good topic for this week because the night before, if I know I'm going to be tired, I'm like, all right, dude, you're running, you're running one, one mile tomorrow. That's it. All you're doing, just, you're going to get up and run one mile. And it, it does help. It does help in the morning. Cause I'm like, Nope, you know what? I said that. So I need to go make it happen. Right. What is there anything that you're doing? right before the run to like kickstart to like get you in the mood, I guess. Like, be like, all right, like screw it. We got to do this. Like play a certain song or whatever. Uh, I mean, the real answer is snoozing my alarm or checking social media, which I shouldn't do. <laughs> but the days that I, it's the worst. I like, I'm in my bed. I'm like, I know I got to do this. I know I got to do this. And what does help is I'm like, look, your clothes are laid out. Like literally I have a section of my room where it's like, my shoes are there, my sweats are there, my shirt is there, my watch is there. So literally like all this stuff is is right there. So I literally just got to get up and, and just just do it. You know, there's no like organizing in the morning. It's just, it's all ready to go. So that, that kind of helps me to be like, you know what, there's really not an excuse for me to do this. But I have been thinking about more in a positive light as opposed to like, there are no excuses. That's 
because that's pretty negative. So if it's like it's there for you, go chase your dreams. Right. Yeah. Sometimes when I'm uh, the reason I'm asking is like I I think what the first thing that I've realized is like when you put your feet on the ground from your bed, like that first moment is when things start to click. I'm like, okay, like this is it. I gotta go do it. Like let's go. Like gotta get motivated. Figure it out, kid. And so I don't know. I'm trying to understand. I guess like what your habits are, how things are intertwined. Um, you know, going yeah. into, going into the big things that you have. The last thing I say on it is that there was one day where I was so tired. I was like, I'm not doing this. I need a rest. And as I got up to start my day without doing it, I, I think since I was doing it for a couple of weeks, it, I literally felt bad in my stomach and everything to not do it. So last minute, I was like, you know what? Come on. And I, I went and made it happen. And I did feel much better after doing it. Khan, mm-hmm. how did you do for this one? I have uh, kind of a similar morning to you, Derek, where uh, great, I set my alarm in the morning, but do I get up at the time my alarm goes off? Absolutely not. Um, for me, I, I chose to use the mornings where I work in the afternoon, because when I start in the morning, my day is filled up until like 7 p.m. So I'm busy constantly. And that intertwines me to a Tuesday morning, because after my Monday morning shift, I wake up on Tuesday and I always want that to be just as productive. And I didn't realize how unproductive it was until we did this challenge, because I ended up snoozing mm-hmm. my alarm for like a good 35, 40 minutes. And I, didn't, I wasn't really asleep. I was just kind of laying there. And then I found myself to, to creep onto my phone, to scroll through Instagram, to look at some Snapchat um, episodes of like SportsCenter or ESPN, MMA and stuff like that, where that just filled up a lot of my time. And then I realized how long I was looking at my phone for. And from my first alarm to when I realized it was about an hour. So then I'd get up out of bed, I'd stretch, I'd try to get that morning routine up, I'd make some coffee. And then I find myself kind of scrolling back on my phone just because I just didn't have a set routine, like Richie was saying, and finding similarities within the day. I'm like, okay, 9 a.m., I'm doing this because I want to get this done. So like Richie, taking into March, uh, there was a lot of negatives that I'm realizing, and I think that came from an unproductive or unmotivating February. I kind of fell into old habits, and I'll talk more about that when we talk about our March goals because... I definitely realized something that I did in October that I made a correction of during the podcast. And now I'm finding myself to come back into that old behavior. So I'll talk about that. But interesting to to make this challenge and see what I'm actually doing in the morning and being conscious about it. I think that's a big thing. So it's, it's very, very interesting. Good talk. Uh, good, good challenge. One that we actually felt good about, whether it's a negative or a positive, we found something to come out of it, which I think is a good thing. Yeah, I completely agree with Connor. Thanks, thanks, Richie, for introducing us to this challenge. We can we can thank James Clear, Atomic Habits. Uh, check him out. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, as Connor alluded to, we are talking about our March goals um, this podcast. When this episode comes out, it'll actually be March first, so this is the perfect time to do it. Um, I actually want to go to Connor first for this one, mm-hmm. but before you do, I want we we like to recap our February goals, but Let's not focus too much on February. Let's just kind of do like a, a quick overview of what happened and some of the, maybe the low points that you want to address for March. Not, great. don't explicitly label everything out. No, I think that's great. Uh, for, for February, like I said in my one minute weekly review on Instagram, if you were listening to that, is kind of an unproductive month. I found myself to have that momentum from January carry in and one small thing led to a very unproductive month. I've started to feel a little bit of a, a nick in my hamstring. I'm always super conscious. I'm hyper aware of it because I've had so many injuries there. And I think that really just spiraled in my own head from past injuries, from past experiences. I mean, like I said, um, when we was talking about the challenge, I'm just being a little bit more conscious about some of the things. So this last week in February was just helping me reorganize what I want to get accomplished in March and being more realistic with it rather than giving myself a set amount. So for my March goals, I, I said I wanted to get seven modules done in my course in February. And whenever I give myself this grand number to get done in a month, I seem to never actually have a plan to get it done because I'm looking at it in 30 days and I find myself to be much more productive when I look on a week to week basis. So this month, I just want to get one module done a week. For me, I think that's going to be a lot more attainable and less overwhelming when I look at it in the grand scheme of things. So for March, it's getting one of those modules done uh, a week. 
now getting back into my running, like I said, nursing a little bit of a, an injury in my hamstring and being hyper aware of that. I never am eager to get back into running fast. And we have our Spartan race coming up in the third week of March. And I want to be able to actually have fun there and not feel the injury. So I'm hoping to get one run in this week to see how it feels. Maybe a couple shorter runs, less intense runs, just to see how my hamstring is going to act up. But there's no real set goal in that other than taking it day to day. So I'm hoping I can get three short runs in this starting uh, this week in March. But again, I just have to be aware of it. And I want to be able to actually compete with you guys and have fun with you guys when we're racing. And lastly, I'm working on that Serato DJ stuff. Unfortunately, it was the back burner. I left it on the back burner and <laughs> nothing really got done on that. So I'm hoping to, again, set a more weekly goal rather than a monthly goal for myself. So that way I have it's a little bit more attainable. It's a shorter amount of time, so it's more on my mind and hoping I can make that work. So going through the tutorial section there, the first four videos this week and then the last four videos in the second week. So that way I can be a little bit more productive with Serato DJ. There you go. There's March. Hopefully I can be more attentive with it. I can be more strict with myself and actually accomplish these goals rather than having that broad range. Because like I said, I think I did this back in October where I set this large grand goal and I was having a very unproductive month. Maybe it was November. Anyway, finding old habits to re revive and reappear. So hoping I can tackle that and just be a little bit more conscious about it. And hopefully this is the, the right move. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah, it definitely sounds like February wasn't, wasn't the best month, but I like that you took, took the last week to reorganize and, and prepare for March. Cause I think that's a lot better use of your time than getting down on yourself about February. Yeah, we were talking about it before we started this podcast about how like last year we would set goals for ourselves, but we weren't just as conscious or attentive like we are right now. And where I might have had an unproductive February, I might not have recognized it until May because we weren't really talking about it. But now that we talk about it every week, I'm finding myself to, to realize that time is a little bit more valuable and I can actually accomplish these things if I just acknowledge the mess ups and try to fix it rather than avoid recognizing that until it's at a time where I am hurting or hurting myself for it mentally. Yeah, that's super powerful. I hope people recognize what you just said, because I don't think, I think most people don't recognize anything you just said. I look, I mean, it took a, took a year <laughs> when we started talking about this stuff. I wasn't, I wasn't that aware of it. And now I'm just like, all right, like, let's, let's get some stuff done. Let's stop wasting some of this time. Like I can actually get it done. I'm just, you know, unmotivated, a lot of things, external factors determining what's happening inside. And I need to make sure that I'm focusing internally and and, if, and doing things that affect me and what I can change rather than letting other things affect the outcome of me. Yeah, mic drop. Beat that, beat that. Well, enough about yeah. me. Let's hear you, Derek. Yeah, so um, I, I talked about it earlier this month that my JavaScript wizard goal was not going on track, but I was getting a lot out of it. I ended up finishing 20% of, of the course of the series. I was going to try and finish the whole thing in a month, which um, sounds terrible. But I, again, I've been getting a ton out of it. I'm learning JavaScript way more in depth than I ever thought I would. So I like what I'm doing. I'm going to, for March, I'm going to keep going with that. Instead of doing the whole thing, I'm going to change my strategy and try and get 50%. So it is, it is more than doubling what I did this month, but March is a longer month. Um, I am enjoying it, so I, I think it's attainable. Um, I have some other goals, which again I'm piling too much on as per usual. But I, you know, I I, I think it helps me if I have too much and I like want to get a lot done. So I took on another project, um, actually with a good friend of mine, for their website. So I'm working with a couple of designers. So I'm going to focus on that this month as well. And that'll take a good amount of time um, to learn it because we're not the the, look, the deliverable isn't for a while. But you know, I just want to get ahead of it, especially because it's for a friend. I want, I want to do a good job. So that'll be fun. Um, I'll talk about it later, especially if this job interview goes well, but I'm going to be focusing also on front end architecture, which I'm already kind of interested in and do on the side, but I'm going to make it an emphasis this month because this job that I told Connor and Richie about before this call is so sick. And I really, really hope I get it. Cause I will. Yeah. It, yeah. If you, if, it, if you ever wants to know about it, listeners, let me know. Cause I'll talk your ear off about it, but it's not for the show right now. So that's my JavaScript wizard stuff. Green goal went well last week, last month. So did my community service event and I'm going to do it again this month. And 
the other thing I'm going to do is ask people about their sustainable tips. Um, I'm running out of steam to do it on my own to look up stuff. So I was talk to people about it. That's my other goal for March. Keep it kind of uh, easy since my JavaScript one is pretty heavy this month. Stay current is um, I'm going to try and do a race pace one mile one time a week um, because we have that Spartan race. And that is currently what's going on in my life and our lives. So, you know, try and do like every Sunday, just run to the track and, you know, just sprint my ass off and for 15 minutes, hate my life because my chest will be on fire, but it'll be good for me for that Spartan race. Um, yeah. And then Japanese didn't, did not go too well last month either, but I did one of my two goals, which is focusing on dialogue or vocabulary and dialogues. So I did that. And this one, this month, instead of doing more study based, I'm going to try and review my week in Japanese and just write two sentences about my week in Japanese. So that way I can do a little bit of reflection and practice Japanese. So try to try to keep them attainable and productive. Nice. I like that adjustment. I was wondering if you were going to make any adjustments with the Japanese, because I know last year it was in, it was a fun goal for you. It was a fun uh, kind of going through that. And now it's kind of fallen off or put on the back burner, so to say. So I'm glad you kind of re-putting that into your, into your life. Yeah. yeah. I think it's a, especially when you learn a language, you have to be consistent. I realize you have to be consistent, but you, you don't have to be as like intense about it. Cause as much as you can study in one day, it really is like, a habit right it's mm -hmm. just something that has to come naturally so I, I have to realize that i i just need to be consistent with it however i can consistency is key or consistency compounds baby <laughs> whoa 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 mm -hmm. i was gonna Speaking say consistency the, compounds i was gonna say i think the key thing on the japanese goal is is doing something that you enjoy like finding a way to still get your goal and to like learn Japanese, continue to learn it, but like finding a way for you to do it in a way, finding a way to do it where it's easy for you or it's something that you enjoy doing. And like anime, watching anime, like that's something you enjoy doing. So that's easy. But like if you want to add something, like you just mentioned, like writing those two sentences, I think it was a week, right? How your week yeah. went, like easy, obtainable, like. Yeah, like that's gonna be good, I think, for real. Oh, thanks, dudes. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to see. Hopefully, I can do all this, but the JavaScript stuff is gonna be brutal in the sense of workload. But it is all stuff I'm very interested in. So I'm excited to see how this goes. I was gonna ask if uh, getting to 50% was going to put a lot more on your plate, especially with job interviews and everything going on. Do you think maybe just going 40% doing what you did? in February and doing that again in March to not feel overwhelmed? Yeah, I thought about it. Um, but again, I, I think what I've been missing in my life a lot of times, especially after college is like, as much as it doesn't feel great to be so overwhelmed, I definitely perform better with more pressure. Um, even though I might feel like I'm underperforming because there's so much going on, but I definitely know my output is far greater when I have too much going on, which is, it's a weird thing. Um, and the other thing that I factored in is that I was also watching another video series on JavaScript on top of the ones that I'm doing for this one. And I'm not going to do that one as much anymore because it, it isn't as interesting. And it's just, it doesn't feel like I'm, I'm really progressing in a lot of areas when I'm watching it. So I'm going to have a little bit more time in the mornings to focus more on this one. And the last thing is I've been watching it, starting watching it like 1.6 speed. <laughs> nice. So. <laughs> there was a, there was a, speaking of output, there was this study done and this teacher basically, it was a photo class. This teacher basically said, hey, I'm going to judge half the class. They have, uh, I'm going to judge them based off of the one photo that they send me or give me. Um, it needs to be basically as good as they can get it, right? And I'm going to judge the other half of the class based on the number of the quality, like the quantity of the photos that they send me. And so mm -hmm. the reason that they're bringing this up is because the the output, like the sheer number of people, like people that got the better photos or took the better photos were the quantity group versus the quality group. And the reason they said that was because they weren't so hyper-focused on making it perfect. They were just getting it out there just and experimenting and doing a bunch of stuff and just getting it out there as quickly as possible and trying the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. And so I think when you're, when you're quote unquote overwhelming yourself, I think you're just blasting out the quantity of output and it's, it's good for you because it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm getting new things out there and don't need to be 
overly uh, perfectionist on this. I'm just going to keep going. Just get get this thing done and work on the next one. Exactly. Yeah, I honestly could talk so much about how doing this in the mornings, along with the studying for the interviews, has been helping me learn so much more effectively, just everything I want to learn. But I don't want to take up too much time. So I want to hear from Richie on his February and March goals. Yeah, what can I say about February? Uh, from a goals perspective, it was pretty tough. I mentioned a lot of life events were going on, moving, um, there's a bunch of other stuff going on. So it was tough from a goals perspective, but from a life perspective, I think, you know, just like good things, good outcomes, you know, moving into my own place, getting set up, you know, it's expensive. I don't think you realize how much stuff you need to buy for an apartment, like your own. Like you buy a couch and then you like go into a different room. You're like, holy cow, like I forgot. I need to buy this. I need to buy that. I need to buy shower curtains. I need that. So it all adds up. It's crazy. Um, but yeah, I mean, ultimately my goals for February, I didn't hit it. I did not hit pretty much any of them. I changed my, like changed some of my goals and everything. So at the end of the day, it is what it is. Um, there's some things I'm going to have to do in March that are basically going to, I'm, there's some things I'm going to have to do in March to keep me on track for my yearly goals. So I'm going to have to, you know, pick it up and, and get after it in March. So we'll see how it goes. Um, so for March, basically what I want to do, I want to finish my Atomic Habits book. I think I have like a like an hour or so left in the book. So I want to finish that. I also want to start a new book. Uh, it's called Set for Life by Scott Trench. This book was basically just recommended to me by uh, one of my coworkers. It's about, from my understanding, it's about like real estate investing and things like that. So thought it'd be pretty interesting. And we have, as we mentioned, we're going on a Spartan race. So I have a little bit of extra time where I can listen to things and, you know, listen to an audible book. So that should be good. Um, from the masterclass perspective, at the minimum, what I want to do is finish the Neil deGrasse Tyson. This is like been the same thing that Connor mentioned with his DJing uh, and Derek mentioned about Japanese, you know, this has been the runt of the litter uh, for me and it's been on the back burner. And so this is one I want to get get going uh, and spend a little bit more time on. So that's, those are the two, um, two kind of smaller ones. And then from the business perspective, uh, as I mentioned during my review, uh, I basically just changed the entire business idea. And so my goal for February was to build the menu bar for the website. I basically scrapped the entire idea altogether and built a POC, built a POC being proof of concept. I uh, sent that to the guys. I actually have some of the proof of concepts getting shipped to some family members. I don't even think they know about it. So hopefully they don't hear this episode until Wednesday when the package gets there. Um, so we'll see what happens. Um, and then for March, what I want to do in the business area is I want to do two things. Um, I know I'm going to have to spend money on this soon. Um, and I'm probably going to have to spend money in the next month or two. And so before I spend that money, I really want to define what I think the minimal viable product is. I want to define it and build it in March. Um, I've been playing around with some ideas, playing around with how I think this should work. Ultimately, I just want to get really crystal clear on what I think the requirements quote unquote are, and then go ahead and build it and, uh, and see where I can go from there. Maybe in April, I'll have to actually spin up a website or Shopify website or something. And uh, yeah, I mean, the other thing I've been doing in this space has been like emailing with a lot of products that are kind of similar, like emailing their, their tech people that are work at the companies and just trying to understand like what they're doing. So I don't have to spend any money on and accidentally buy something. Um, so yeah, I've just been kind of reaching out to people and kind of networking and trying to figure out how they do, how do they use, how do they build their products? So I don't need to spend money on uh, tech talent like Derek, because those people are expensive. So we'll see how it goes. Um, I'm looking forward to March. I think after coming out of March, I'm, I'm expecting me to look at the year and also want to add like a new area, like a fourth area group or goal group, uh, something oh, yeah. around fitness, I think. Because I think the one thing I've been talking to you guys about is just like how unmotivated I've been from like a working out perspective. And I think I need to put something pen on paper to basically say, hey, this is what my goals are going to be, and let's go get after it. So, yeah, that's my March uh, goals. Nice, dude. I mean, it's a lot. I, I we've obviously been talking about your business a lot, and I, I'm glad that you, you're switching because 
I think the listeners can tell based off what you just said that you're a lot more passionate about this and excited about doing this. And the fact that you're shipping a POC, and let me just say also networking. Like I feel like you're networking in the realest sense of the word. Like networking nowadays is like, let me add you on LinkedIn. Yeah, let's be networked and just yeah. do nothing about it. You're actually out there like talking to people and like making connections and learning. So kudos to you, man. You're inspirational. Oh my God, you're gonna make him cry. <laughs> so true. My job, man. I mean, I'm here to make you feel good. So true, though, that you're going out of your way to go and find the answers where a lot of people would rather have the answers delivered to them. I think that's a big difference that a lot of successful people make versus unsuccessful people is that you're getting after it. You're going after what you want rather than hoping that it comes and finds you, giving you the answers. So I, I applaud you for sure. Like Derek said, going out and, and taking names, it's important. Um, and you sound a lot more passionate about this than the other idea, um, which is gonna help you drive even further. So kudos to you. Right. Now you got no life events coming up in March except for our trip. So uh, buckle down kid, cause I'm gonna be on your ass making sure you get, get shit done. Dang, Ooh. I'm scared. <laughs> i'm also glad that you're thinking about adding some fitness because i mean at this rate i'm gonna be winning all the spartan races so you know because mm-hmm. connor's got the you know messed up hammy so is what it is. I, I know when you i mean i'm sad that he has a messed up hammy but that's no, just that's just an open excuse. window for me it's not an ex- it's gonna be better cannot let this get to me mm-hmm. love it don't me <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, I'm excited for March. It sounds like we got a lot going on. Um, ready to get it. And I'm sure the weather will be slowly getting better. So it'll make us feel better about chasing these goals. But for now, we're going to talk about talking to ourselves. And like I alluded to in the intro, the first question I want to ask is talking to yourself weird. No, it is not. Why? Why do you care what other people are doing? They're talking to themselves. That's that's my so biggest talk, thing. Who cares? But do you talk to yourself out like when you're walking down the street? I don't think I would talk out loud, but do I talk to myself mentally? Like I'll talk to myself inside my own head for sure. I agree with that. I so I actually I take this in the very literal sense when we're talking about self-talk of like literally talking to yourself because I I, mm, I, I think it, it, it creates a stronger mental connection when you actually like verbalize those words as opposed to talking to your head. Yeah, right. so in that sense, no, I do not walk down the street and just talk to myself unless I'm going for a, a big job interview or going out to, to compete. I think that's a different thing. Like, hey, I got this. I got this. You can do this or something nerve wracking. But on a, on a day-to-day basis, I do not go around talking to myself. But I don't necessarily think it's weird. I don't really want to <laughs> judge other people's actions. <laughs> in the positive, the Power of Positive Thinking book, he actually talks about talking about certain things out loud and how important it is to do that. Um, but yeah, I mean, at the same time, I'm not going to be walking down the street talking to myself. Um, but I might be looking at the mirror saying, you fucking got this kid and talking to myself in that sense. Yeah. Damn straight. I'm going to be doing that before the Spartan race. All right. Like, <laughs> but no. I, I do think that self-talk is it's a weird thing because everybody does it and you can hear your own voice and it's really, really strange. <laughs> and you have these weird internal conversations with yourself about pretty much anything and everything, especially on Sundays, you know, after, you know, you have the Sunday scaries and you're like, Oh my God, my life is, I got this entire week ahead of me and I got all this stuff I got to do. And I, where's my life going? And you have this entire conversation in your head. Um, and, and maybe it's not just the Sunday scaries. Maybe it's the right before you go to bed and all your anxiety hits like middle of the week. And you're just like trying to talk yourself down to go to sleep. And, you know, I think, I think we all have self-talk, but, uh, I think it's, I think we're all pretty harsh on ourselves too. We don't, we, we don't always cut ourselves a break. And, and I think people, you don't treat yourself like you would treat a friend. Uh, you're harder on yourself oftentimes, I think. Um, and we just need to be kind of nice and positive to ourselves more often. I agree with that. And that's actually a really good segue to, I want to, I want to talk about the, the bad side of talking to talking to yourself. Um, which I realize if you, 
everyone gets in their head all the time and kind of does some negative self-talk in their head. But I think it's really, really hard. If you verbalize your thoughts, you'll find it's very hard to talk bad about yourself, like physically say like those thoughts you have in your head. Um, I know when I have those thoughts in my head, it sucks. And again, Sunday scaries are very real. There's days where I'm like, I need to cancel all my plans. I'm overwhelmed. I don't know what's going on in my life. But I think as I start to talk about it out loud, even though I feel a little crazy and weird, I'm like, you know what? I'm talking to myself and I'm just being irrational in my head. So as I'm talking about this, this makes more sense to not do that. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, I, th- I think it's a weird realization. I don't think I've ever put that to thought. How, how negative we talk about, how negatively we talk about ourselves. But I don't think I've ever verbalized any of that stuff. I think it's all been internalized and in my own head. So I've never actually thought about saying those things out loud to yourself, like in the mirror. wonder how that would really affect you. Because I know that could not be a positive thing, obviously. That could only beat you down even more. But do you say that to yourself and then laugh because you're like, no way, that's not true? Or do you actually believe that stuff? Because I think that can be a serious thing if you're starting to talk negatively to yourself out loud that can really do some damage to the to the mind yeah i i I think that's actually where like self-deprecating humor comes from is where like they Mm -hmm. want people want to say things out loud that they're already thinking but since they say it in a funny way i was like oh it's a joke they don't they don't think that that way about themselves but they likely do yeah interesting but go on about how you think how can talking to yourself be a bad thing yeah, so the one example I thought about before this is kind of like when you mutter under your breath, like when something doesn't go your way and let's say your parent, your teacher says something and you're like, fuck, fuck them, I fuck, they're, they're terrible, right? Like quietly to yourself, which I think it does help because like cussing and doing all those negative feelings out loud, there's some sort of a release when you say those and you kind of feel a little bit better after saying it. But I do think when you talk to yourself like that, it kind of reinforces negative feelings, kind of like that person said I can't do this and I'm so angry at them, even though instead of understanding what the situation was, because likely your parents, they say no to something, there's likely a good reason for it. Yeah. And I'm not saying kids just understand your parents because that's not the nature of growing up. And that's definitely was not me growing up. Hmm. But, um, you know, just like just understanding that like your your thoughts and actions have implications. And then when you verbalize something, it's like 10 times stronger. So if you verbalize negative feelings, it's just gonna be self-reinforcing. Yeah, I think when you when you're talking to your mom and you talk back to your mom and you say it out loud, you could be thinking it. And thinking it's one thing. But the moment you spit it out of your mouth, it's like, fuck you. Like they're gonna obviously be mad. They're gonna be pissed. This is like what? Um, and I think it's the same way. Like if you're talking to yourself, it's one thing to think something and another thing to total act on it or do something, uh, or say something to yourself. And I think that's why when you're talking about self-talk out loud for sure i think um like that is huge it could be it is probably better uh to just say it out loud because you're not going to put bad energy out there to yourself but um yeah i think self-talk could be could be bad when you were in your own head and we talked about two episodes ago with jill like if I'm in my head about things that I'm self-conscious about and I keep hitting hitting myself again and again and again with it, it can be really, it can really negatively affect you and it can cause depression and it can cause anxiety and cause all these things. And I think it's super important as Derek mentioned, like not only just to have positive thoughts, but like tell yourself those things, say it out loud. Um, because if you don't, you know, and you're just continually staying in your own head, it could be, you know, negatively affecting your mental health. So we can all agree that negative self-talk is no good. It's, it is no good, but yeah. how do you stop it? Constant practice. It's, it's gotta be, yeah. you gotta be conscious about that stuff. It's not an easy thing because we all do it. Even if it's the smallest thing, sometimes we do speak. I don't know anybody that doesn't have negative self-talk at least every once in a while. I don't know anybody that's really just, positive all the time. I think that's a very hard thing to do and a very unnatural thing to do. But I think it's understanding the negative, recognizing the negative and saying, I'm not that. I can do better. Um, and, and kind of going back into the, the positives. I think that's the only way to do it is continuously practice changing those negatives to a positive and finding a way to do that. 
Yeah, big time. There's a there's actually a really good scene in BoJack Horseman. They're talking about like depression, but pretty much he starts running and he's talking about how terrible it is. And this like really weird elder monkey humanoid thing comes over and is kind of funny. But then he goes, it's really hard and it doesn't get easier. It, or he said something along the lines of it's super hard, but it gets easier as long as you do it every day. Hmm. And it was a big metaphor for like the depression in Bojack's life and all these different things. So as long as you're practicing something that self-talk, the positive self-talk every day, it'll get better. A hundred percent. Well, we are trailing off into a lot of the positives. So let's just, let's just switch gears. You know, let's talk about the good side. I think this is a side that we all want to talk about and focus on anyways. So um, I don't have a question, but do you guys have any topics with the good or examples you want to start off with positive self-talk? Something that I've done um, probably for a long time because of soccer and because of what I've learned from sports psychology and the positive self-talk and the positive affirmations and how they correlate well to on-field playing and, and player growth. So for me, I'm always constantly thinking about the positives when it comes to something challenging, um, making sure that I'm not putting myself in a position to lose. So I, I am in those positions where I feel a little bit like there could be pressure. I, I'm very positive on myself and I find that to be very successful. And, and in the past, when I haven't been practicing that, you don't feel confident in yourself. And those little things, those little words that you say, like that you constantly say, I got this, I can do this, I've been here, I can do it. And just repeating that just brings that confidence up. And if you aren't saying that stuff and you go into something intimidated and nervous and you haven't prepped yourself, you see a difference in output and you see a difference in performance. So I'm all about positive self-talk. No matter where you are, what situation you're in, I'm, I'm, I'm for it. I think of it like Thomas the Train. I think I can. I think I, think I, can. I, can. I, think I can. I think I can. <laughs> I think I can. Oh, bro! Whoa! You brought me back. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a. I used to say that all the time as a kid. But um, yeah, actually, a good example is after Jill came on, she said something along the lines of, her practicing self talk is like, or self love is like looking yourself in the mirror and saying like, I like mm-hmm. that part about me. You know, like that specific body part. And recently, I want to get out of the shower. I look in the mirror. I'm like, damn. Yeah. Okay. It just boosts mood, boosts it like, confidence. It's that positive self-talk. It does it builds, brings energy? Yeah, dude. It's it's been a it's been a pretty pretty significant game changer. I'm not gonna lie. Nice. I'll but let her know. You know. She'll be excited to hear that because I, I it, it's it's cool. The the self-love that you can give to yourself and the different ways you can do it, it can bring that that positive energy into that. So I'll let her know that uh, she had a good influence on you. It is interesting how we. I believe that we, when we do have self-talk, it's usually something that I think we're probably, like if it's negative, I think it's probably something you're self-conscious about, something like you have imposter syndrome, you have something like mm-hmm. that. And I think the good is like, you're trying to motivate yourself to do something. Um, something that we're all kind of doing is like going to the gym or running or whatever. And during those runs, oftentimes like you're like, come on, just a little bit more, just a little bit more. It's, you can do this. Like you can do this. So find a way to keep going um, and just find. And, and that's where I think the good comes in is when you're able to continue to push yourself until you hit the goal that you were looking to hit and you're pushing yourself out of your boundary and into like a, into, you know, getting just a little bit better. Um, and that's where I see the good for sure. But when you're not talking about like motivation and things like that, you know, I don't know. What do you guys think about, what examples do you guys have for things that uh, you self-talk to yourself about beyond just like looks and motivation, like self-conscious things? Yeah, I actually have a, a, a good example, a little bit of an anecdote of coming from a negative self-talk space to a positive. Um, so I agree with Richie where like I definitely use self-talk running and like motivate myself, like get out of bed, like, come on, you got the day. But I used to be very like, it used to be like slightly negative self-talk and I didn't realize it. It would be like, like, come on, don't be a bitch. And I'm sorry to say those words, but that's just how I was. And the, like, you know, I grew up, that's how I grew up, you know? So I remember saying it in the context of a conversation with some, some close work friends, which I can't believe I use those words with work friends. I, looking back, I was kind of ashamed, but I said it. And one of my good friends who I still talk to to this day, he's like, whoa, man, I don't know. I mean, if that works for you, great. But like, just be careful because that negative self-talk can really creep in. And it hit me because I was just like, wow, like I didn't really realize that I'm kind of saying things 
that can actually put myself down when I'm in those situations where I want to be uplifted. So from then on, I started trying to change, like, don't be a, don't be a bitch to be like, you got this, like you can run 10 more feet or you can run do that stuff. And I don't know if it's had a marketed effect, but it's definitely done a lot in terms of like making myself feel better about the things I'm doing when I need to push myself. If I understand what you're saying, it's that it's not just about motivating or, you know, bringing that positive energy. It's also about like the phrasing in which you use the terms. Um, yep. Don't be a bitch. Okay. Well, you can say that differently by just saying, come on, you can do this. Like believe in yourself. Yeah. Cause I think they're like, I didn't back in the day, I didn't think that they were so different, but the former, what I used to do was, was negative, negative motivation. It was like, you want to get to this point because you don't want to be like this negative thing which I think works for people. Some people, it doesn't work for me. I realized, um, I don't think it's a way to be a positive person, but the other way side of it is like, if you want to be positive, you want to feel good about it. It's like, believe in yourself. You can do it. You just got to make it happen. So my little anecdote for you guys about my work blunder of me cussing in front of my work friends. <laughs> Words mean everything, man. The way you say things, how you say it. That's why language and interpretation is so important. Big time. So, We've talked a little bit about good and bad and kind of on the why, but do you guys have any, any other thoughts on like why you should do it? Like, actually, let me rephrase that. Why should you talk out loud to yourself? I don't, I thought we used, don't use the word should anymore. <laughs> Damn, you're right. Why do you need to talk out loud to yourself? I think in the setting, it's important. If you're really trying to motivate yourself, we, like we say to our, when we, like we said before, when we're talking in our own heads, some of some of the things that we say in our heads, we would never say out loud. And so I think reinforcing that self-talk and what you're going to do and what you're going to say, doing it out loud in front of the mirror helps build that confidence, helps, you know, help you believe in yourself. How many times have you practiced a speech in the mirror? How many times have you done something in front of other people? Like, for instance, when you're a kid practicing a project in front of your parents or doing things outside of your comfort zone, which is self-talk. Not a lot of people like to hear their own voice. So I, that's why I think it's so, so important is because it builds the confidence. It builds trust with yourself. And you start to believe in yourself when you start to do a little bit more challenging things because you're able to push yourself through that stuff. I'm on the same page with Connor on this because when I think of primary examples of where I use self-talk, it's usually comes down to a couple things. Either I'm motivating myself to do something or to not do something. Like, hey, you should, you should be better. You're better than this. You don't need to do it. Or, hey, you should do this. Um, and then I think, practically speaking, I talk to myself about pretty much everything all the time. But you're right, like, I don't, I don't do things, I don't say it out loud. When I'm thinking through something, when I'm like trying to figure out or solve a problem, like critical thinking, I don't think about it or talk out loud to myself. Um, I'll, I'll write, write it down maybe. I'll do certain things like that, but I never really uh, uh, talk out loud about it. But for real, I think that it is uh, super beneficial for all of us to just use this opportunity to talk to ourselves, um, but do it in a positive way because again, like wording is everything and uh, believing in yourself is, uh, it could be difficult at times. And, and so it could be hard. Have you ever uh, reread something and only said it to yourself in your head and you skimmed through the words and then all of a sudden you print it out and you turn it in and there's a bunch of typos in there. There's like double words. Have you ever done that? Yeah, that was one of the things my uh, teacher in college told us that it was like print out your document and read it out loud to yourself. Read it out loud. And if you read it out loud to yourself, you'll realize you made mistakes or that things don't sound right. But if you read it in your head, it'll sound fine. Yeah, because your 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 mind is trying to do things efficiently and fast. And so another thing why the mind is a crazy thing. But when you're when you're going over things and you're not taking the deliberate time to enunciate each word and look over it correctly, you want to speed through it. And I think that's the same thing with our self-talk and how we want to get through things. We just want to get through it fast. So why would I need huh. to talk to myself about it? Why do I need to prep myself if in my head I'm already confident? 
but I just wanted to bring those two things into play because I thought it was interesting because my mom was like, print it out or always read it out loud. That way you never miss a mistake. And it's so true. Um, so bringing that self-talk and verbalizing things, I think will help you realize maybe some of the mistakes you would have missed if you were just internalizing everything. Yeah, that's interesting because that's a whole other side of self-talk I've never even thought about where it's like you, you're doing it, you're verbalizing these things so that way you can see how it's perceived to other people. Yeah. Right. Because if you do it in your head, it's only to yourself. But as you're talking out loud, the, like the words are the form of communication between us. Right. So you need to make sure your word, your message is across. So I've never really thought about it like that. That's good. Yeah. I think it helps me be a little bit more aware of how I'm coming off. If I were to have that kind of self-talk with myself, maybe in a you go on a first date again and you want to make sure that you're not asking. I don't know, asking weird questions like that. And so keeping it simple and, and, and verbalizing things like that. I don't know. I'm trying to think of settings where I would yeah. actually like want to do that. Yeah, no, I think it's super important because I mean, as much I think people default to when they communicate with other people, like they default to like, I want to be understood. Like, I just need to talk about how I'm feeling. And this is my paper. I want to make sure, you know, you don't get it, how I'm being understood. But I think the world would benefit a lot more if people were like, hey, how can I get my message across in a way that's receivable mm -hmm. to other people? I don't think a lot of people think like that. So this, this practice of reading something out loud or like making sure you're, you're phrasing something correctly so someone else can understand it is, is really important. And you kind of have to do some self-talk to make sure you're presenting yourself correctly. Yeah. You need to know your audience too, right? And if your audience is yourself. Of course. Um, how, do you, how do you perceive this information? How do you talk to yourself in a way that's going to benefit you? Um, Damn just like you would in any speech, right? Like if you're gonna practice a speech, you do it in the mirror, you practice in the speech, you say it over and over and over again. But even though you say it over and over and over again and you know your speech perfectly, that doesn't mean the audience is gonna hear it the way that you intended. I feel like, I, this is all really good stuff, but I feel like we just like smoked some weed and just like was like self-talk to the self-talk <laughs> to back to your like self-talk. Inception, <laughs> inception with the self-talk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which it all makes perfect sense. So I don't know. Do you guys have any practical examples in which you constantly self-talk to yourself? Um, you know, it's funny. I, going into a more managerial position, you like get to see a lot of the general population stuff and how you, how I'd interact with a bunch of different types of people, and it's helped me organize my thoughts. And I don't necessarily speak out loud like I'm saying you should hear, but I do find myself to internalize the question, answer the question, and then make sure that's the right answer that I want to give in that certain scenario. And that might all happen within a few seconds, but I do find myself thinking before I speak. I, I'm trying to think, the only time I really constantly make use of self-talk is like when I'm trying to understand something, since I read a lot of technical documentation that you can't understand it the first time you read it. When I read it a second time, I have to say it out loud, like this component does this and that goes there and i literally have to, i have to say it out loud or else i won't really understand it because i'll just gloss over mm -hmm. it um yeah that's the only other time besides my damn in the mornings <laughs> the primary example that comes to mind for me is around dipping for me mm -hmm. and with things uh -huh. that i shouldn't do and so if you didn't hear one of the previous episodes, I've talked about this, like dipping in general, like chewing tobacco. And yeah, occasionally I'll fall off the wagon, drop, like throw a lip in, whatever. And like, especially when like anxiety is really, really high. And then it's always hard to be like, all right, I gotta, I gotta nip it in the butt again. I gotta, can't, I gotta stop again. And, and when I have to stop again, like right now, I'm like, okay, like I, I did it this past couple, like this past month when I was moving and it was kind of like super high anxiety about everything. Um, and now I'm like, okay, like I got to nip this in the butt again. Like, and it, it, I think it's really, really freaking hard. Like I, I got to self, I literally self-talk to myself about it all the time uh, because I know where I can buy it. I know where I can go get it. You know, you can, it's not illegal. It's not that bad. It's not really that bad, but I know it's something I shouldn't do at the same time. And so the self-talk that I have with myself on a continuous basis around this is just like, Hey, like you don't really need it. Like think about the long-term like benefits versus like not using it versus using it, you know? And, and it's, it's just really hard. 
Um, and I, I know constantly I use that as like one of the, one of the things I do for self-talk is I, 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 that is specifically the one I probably talk to myself the most about. What do you, what do you actually say in those situations where you want to dip, but do you like, what do you say to get out of that? Um, it's more of like looking at the long, it's, it's more like I think about the long-term effects and I'm like, okay, like, Hey, you want to have kids and you want to be there for when your grandkids have kids. So don't put yourself in a position that, uh, don't put yourself in a position that you, you know, you might not be able to see that. Right. Like you could get really sick from this. It's not illegal. It's not, it's technically not illegal. It's technically, yeah. Is it bad for you? Yeah. So is drinking. So is every, there's a lot of things that are bad for you. So when you're, the argument is always like, I can have this whole entire argue, internal argument in my head about like, yeah, like whatever, like it, my anxiety is super high right now, but like blah, blah, blah. Like, and I always like kind of just think about uh, the way I usually like talk myself off the ledge, so to speak, is like, okay, but like the long-term benefits, I'm going to get a benefit right now. And that benefit's only going to last me an hour, two hours or whatever. But like, what's the long-term effect of that one time? Um, and because the, the long-term effect of it is, okay, I'm going to do it that one time, but then I'm going to want to do it again. And then I want to do it again. And so how do you, um, you know, you don't want to get on that cycle again. So just don't do it. Um, because if you don't do it, then, you know, you'll, you'll be where you want to be in that success. You'll be where you'll be able to see your grandkids. You'll be able to like kind of be there for them. And if you do it, who knows? Right. It's a, it's an interesting debate that I've had with myself. Yeah, do you, do you, I don't want to get too personal, so please stop us if we ever are getting to the point where you don't want people to know this, but do you find yourself continuously doing it? I know you stopped for a little bit, and then let's say the, the moving and everything got really busy. Have you had the urge to do it again? Have you bought another can? I have not, um, but it's like, that. it's the battle. It's the battle of like, hey, you do it once. You do it once and you're like, all right, like all right, I'm back to square one. Here we go. Um, and how do you feel about so that? I think it's an interesting... What was that? How do you feel about that? Having to uh, restart again. It sucks, but it, it's also like, I understood. I understood why I felt like I needed to do it. I understood why it was an like, mm -hmm. it, it was just like, yeah, like I understood why it was. I gave myself the benefit of the doubt, basically. Like, hey, I understand why you want to do this. I understand it's fine. Um, the benefit, whatever, like, okay, like, it's fine. Go ahead and do it. Um, but I think it's a long-term effect. Like, I'm like, okay, but like, now I'm back to square one. And right now, today, this week, like, this has been the real struggle for me. The real self-talk, where we're like, having this conversation about it. Um, yeah, this is where I've had the self-talk, like, all week. Like, hey, like, you don't need it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Find a way. You're good. Don't be a bitch. Uh, <laughs> you know, just like those kinds of things. You know, I think, and it's funny because I know we didn't. I know you guys didn't know this is going on. I know for a fact that I was going to bring it up today, but like, I was like, kind of like, oh, like this is going to be an interesting part of the conversation today because I know you guys don't know. You guys are not prepared for me to say this on the air. Like, so it's uh, <laughs> it's an interesting kind of conversation around something that I know I do. And yeah, I think it is personal and I don't always want to share certain things like this because I don't want like the professional world to know like my faults, but at the same time, like at the same time, like if we want our podcast to be good, then, you know, you gotta be authentic. Like this is who I am. Yeah. This is something I battle with sometimes. Um, it is difficult though. Yeah. So <clears throat> I, I'm curious and like, if you, again, like Connor said, if you're uncomfortable with that, I'd say, cause I'm going to try and challenge you on this a little bit. But the phrasing of what you're you're saying when you're the self-talk for when you when you try not to dip, I think leans a little bit more negative. And the fact that you just referenced the the don't be a bitch thing, again, the phrasing there is a little bit more negative. So I don't I don't know my challenge to you. I don't know how you can rephrase it, but if you can try to look at let it, try to rephrase it in more of a positive side of like for sure. I don't know. Again, yeah. I don't think this is a case where I'm like, hey, like I need to talk through it because I haven't I. Because I'm already like, yeah, like I already know when I'm, I already know that I'm kind of having this, dealing with this. Um, but I think it's also like, hey, like th this is something I'm dealing with. I don't know what you guys are dealing with. That's why I'm kind of like, hey, this, what are you, what are you actually talking to yourself about? Because um, this is one where I'm like, yeah, this is what I actually talk about, and I know you guys don't know about it. So let's talk about it. 
uh, just to make sure that you guys are comfortable talking about your stuff too. Yeah. Time. But thanks for sharing, dude. Uh, yeah, I don't know if I have anything, anything like that, but Connor, if you, if you want to take the baton and go for it. No, I mean, I think I, I talked about it a little bit already. It was just on the third week of February, I kind of realized that I was in a, I was in a funk and I needed to make a change. And so I, I realized that. And I, I guess that was a little bit of the self-talk that I had was say, hey, like, I need to get this stuff reorganized. I've not been in the greatest mood. And I think this is the reason why. So let me try to fix this. And let's see if that affects change. Because you are what you constantly think. And if I'm constantly thinking negatively, then I'm going to be in a negative mood all the time. And if I'm constantly thinking that my goals aren't getting accomplished, they're never going to get accomplished. So I needed to make that change. I needed to make that effect. So that's, that's kind of the only thing that I've been thinking of. Definitely not on a personal level like Richie's talking about, but um, I see where your head is at with the self-talk. And I, for me, when I hear it, I never want to give solutions if you're not looking for solutions. But there's, there's, there's things in there that you're talking to yourself that you should be cemented into your mind. And I, I'm with Connor where it's nothing, nothing as, uh, as personal as Richie brought up, but um, I, I, I struggle with a lot of the decisions I make, I guess, and because sometimes like the stuff that we're doing with doing these goals is kind of isolating that we're trying to chase these goals, chase these big dreams and all that stuff. And like, you kind of have to walk that path by yourself, which when you're a kid, you don't re really realize that you would be chasing these dreams by yourself, you know? Um, so sometimes I have to remind myself that I'm doing this because it's what I want to do and I want to keep going. Cause there's sometimes like, oh man, I, let me just get a job and have fun with, with friends and like not worry about anything, you know? But um, I remind myself that like, hey, even if I don't get everything done today or this week, it's it's the overall thing that I'm working towards and that's that's all I can really do. Um, and I ha again, having you guys here to talk to you every week, twice a week, more times than that because we're texting all the time too. It's just, it's just super helpful. And I think that you don't have anyone to talk to like that. That's where self-talk is super important because everyone's telling you a certain thing to go do, but you know, you should do something different. Then what's really going to happen is you're going to become independent. You can do it yourself and talk to yourself about it, or you're just going to succumb to the peer pressure around you. So thank you for, for helping me do this, not by myself. There was a quote that I saw yesterday, which was, it's not you versus the world. It's you versus yourself. And if you're, we're constantly self-talking to ourselves, we're constantly in our own head. And it really is you talking to yourself versus yourself because you have this ongoing battle of, can I do this? I can do it. You should take that first squat off the couch. You should get out of bed, get after it, go to the work. Um, and when you don't decide to get off that couch and you don't decide to do that, it's not you versus the world in that instance, it's you versus yourself. And I think it's dead on uh, to what we're talking about here today. Love that quote, man. It's one of my favorites. <laughs> I was going to say a uh, quick shameless plug to everyone, anyone still listening. Uh, all those sentiments I just applied to Connor and Richie and I, like, I love them and I'm glad we can talk to them. But the whole point of the Baguette Boys and you is we're trying to, like, be there for, for the listeners as well. So if, obviously we can't have super in-depth conversations. But, again, DM us and we, we would love to hear even if it's a struggle, just want to want to talk through it because I know again we don't we don't have the outlet besides each other and some suck people in our lives and I know other people are out there struggling to chase these dreams of themselves. So feel free to talk to us in our, in our DMs about it. I, I'm excited to hear what the uh, the challenges for this week on self talk. Mm. And say, are you guys ready for it? I, I think this might be a good place to to call it a day. Cool. All right. Well, the challenge this week it is appropriate for the topic we have been talking about which is give an audible pep talk first thing in the morning. If you can't get out of bed and give yourself a pep talk, do it in bed. That's what I want you to do. You know, just start your day saying, I got this. I'm going to go for that run. I'm going to get that workout in. Whatever you got to do, give yourself a pep talk. Yeah, verbalize it. Don't do it inside your head. Say it out loud. Let your roommates, let your neighbors know that you're giving yourself a pep talk. So when Connor's <laughs> running down the street, he's going to be like, just get to that pole. Just get to that pole. Every time. <laughs> every single day. Cool. So I think it's going to be a good one. Um, every day being every day during the weekday, give yourself a break on the weekends, unless you want to keep going on the weekends because, you know, you want to chase it after those goals. Got to do what you got to do. But with that, we out. We out. I do.
want to give a quote real quick about this self-talk. Here we go. Don't speak negatively about yourself, even as a joke. Your body doesn't know the difference. Words are energy and cast spells. I mean, that's why they call it spelling. Change the way you speak about yourself and you can change your life. What you're not changing, you are also choosing. Go eat that wheat. And remember, eat a baguette weekly on Monday. Sorry, let me put my baguette down. I didn't realize you podcasters were still listening. Well, since you are, why not head over to our Instagram page at the underscore baguette underscore boys and DM us. Let us know how all the challenges are going. And why not let us know how your yearly, maybe monthly, or even weekly goals are going. We'd love to interact with you guys and get new perspective to see how we can better ourselves and maybe even better you. Catch you guys next Monday. Peace out.